Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast. I'm your host, Glenn. This is a creature feature episode where I look at cryptids. I'll describe them, delve into their history and look at some eyewitness accounts as well as looking at what they might be. Research is as academic as possible and references will be given after the story. This week's creature is the Jersey Devil. The Jersey Devil has a long history and a few origins. Each origin is only brief, with almost no information given about the events surrounding it. On a stormy night in 1735, one of the houses in the Pine Barrens near Leeds Point, New Jersey, was rocked by something terrible. Mother Leeds was in labour, giving birth to her 13th child. Nobody knows what actually happened in the house, but people believe the birth was something sinister. Some say that Mother Leeds wanted the baby to be the devil. Others said it had a tail, wings and hooves and had flown up the chimney. Some even said that the baby had been born looking like a human baby, but changed into something more inhuman. That night is said to be the night that the Jersey Devil was born. Other stories describe this differently. One says that an entire town put a curse on a girl who fell in love with a British soldier during the Revolutionary War. When she gave birth to her child, it was the Jersey Devil. Another story says that a gypsy cursed a woman for not being charitable and giving the gypsy food. This curse caused the birth of the Jersey Devil. The stories all end with the newborn monster giving an inhuman screech and flying out of the window into the nearby pine barrens. Countless stories have followed these nights, describing what the Jersey Devil has done. In at least 50 towns in the area, sightings have been recorded of the creature. It's said that the Jersey Devil emerges from the barrens sometimes, intriguing some of the residents of towns and terrorizing others. It's been known to raid chicken coops, destroy crops and kill farm animals. In response, people created hunting parties to kill the creature. This failed to stop it and the death of the creature was reported but could never be proven. The Jersey Devil was given several names. It was called Wazzlebug and Jobberwock and several other names, but eventually Jersey Devil just stuck. Some living in the area still call it the Leeds Devil after Mother Leeds, the purported mother of the creature. In 1812, Joseph Bonaparte, Napoleon's brother, claimed to have seen the creature while hunting near his Borden town estate. Then it seems to have disappeared off the map for a long time. In January 1909, reports of the creature began appearing again. These reports began with something we've already looked at on this podcast. Way back in episode four, I told the story of the devil's footprints in Devon. The return of the Jersey Devil had a remarkably similar thing happen. Newspapers reported that footprints had been spotted in the snow on the morning of January 16th, and that the footprints had even been spotted on rooftops. The headline read, What is it visits all South Jersey? 
Soon afterwards, the papers were littered with stories of more animals being attacked and killed. These reports are where the first descriptions seem to show up. I'll get to them soon. The Philadelphia Zoo offered a $10,000 reward for the capture of the creature, dead or alive, if it even existed. Allegedly. At the time, newspaper reporters would often report in certain ways to get free things in return or to match the stories of other newspapers at any cost. Sometimes that meant exaggerating the stories or completely removing the truth. Newspapers reported on sightings from Trenton to Delaware Bay on both sides of the Delaware River. On January 21st, the headline about the footprints was released. By January 22nd, the newspapers were calling it a vampire. According to the report, it had gone missing, but where it had disappeared from is questionable. The same day, hunters captured a creature in Fairmount Park, which was reported on January 23rd. This report said that the creature was a cross between a kangaroo and an Australian waterbird. By January 24th, the creature was being advertised as an exhibit in the Dime Museum on 9th and Arch Street in Philadelphia. The story was followed up by another story about how many people had shown up to see the caged creature. In response, another newspaper reported that the creature had died in an explosion when it had touched the electrified part of a train line in Gloucester County. In 1927, a taxi driver in Salem City was changing his tyre when he had an encounter with the creature. He told the police that the creature landed on top of his car and pounded on the roof after he'd gotten back in. The next sightings were in 1960. After it was seen, merchants offered $250,000 as a reward for capturing the creature. The sightings were in May's Landing and residents heard horrific screaming during the night. Nobody could find an explanation for them, but the merchants offered the reward for its capture and there was a counter offer of $100,000 from a circus owner. Nobody ever received the reward. In 1972, Mary Ritzer Christensen said that she had gotten the heebie-jeebies one night when she spotted the Jersey Devil on the road out of Blackwood. She says that she spotted a towering figure around 25 feet behind her. It was crossing the road as she drove. In 1980, Wharton Street... What? <laughs> In 1980... Wharton State Rangers were called to a South Jersey farm where they found that all the pigs had been killed. The backs of their heads had been eaten and the bodies were mutilated. There weren't any tracks around the bodies and there was no blood on the ground at all. The deaths were attributed to the Jersey Devil. In the late 1980s, a group of friends went camping and dirt biking in the Pine Barrens. While they were riding, around a hundred yards from their camp, all their bikes stalled. One of them believed it could be the terrain or a nearby power plant causing the trouble. But as soon as the bike stopped, they heard an inhuman scream coming from the woods. Upon their return to the camp, the people who stayed behind said that they had heard the scream too. 
The same evening, one of them went to a bar and was telling the story of the scream. The bartender told him that it was most likely the Jersey Devil. In 2015, David Black was driving along Route 9 near a golf course on an October evening. He thought he saw a llama walking in and out of the tree line near the side of the road, but it spread a pair of wings and flew away. Black captured the creature on camera and his photo went viral. A few days later, Emily Martin took video footage of what appeared to be the same creature on Old Port Republic Road near Leeds Point. Both Black and Martin swear they didn't edit their evidence at all. Some people who have seen the evidence are skeptical about it though. The Jersey Devil has been sighted many times with the most famous being that of the 1909 sightings. The Jersey Devil has been seen multiple times, but what does it actually look like? The descriptions are pretty homogenous. Every description of the creature is quite similar with almost no alterations to it. The Jersey Devil is supposed to have a horse's head, two short front legs, bat wings, and glowing red eyes. It also sports cloven hooves, an elongated body, and a forked tail. Nobody seems to be able to decide how tall it is though. Some say it's six feet tall, some say it's only three or four feet tall. The video that Emily Martin took makes it seem even smaller than that. The devil tells people where it is using its loud, inhuman screech. It also seems to have a way of striking fear into people just by being in the vicinity, something that gets worse when people look at it. It's said to be extremely ugly, although I don't really know why that would be relevant to its description. The Jersey Devil is said to live in the wetlands of the Pine Barrens during the daytime, hiding away from anyone who may be looking for it. At night, it leaves the wetlands, intent on causing mischief or to terrify anyone who comes into contact with it. On the occasion that someone comes close during the day, the creature will screech to warn them away. With this description, what could it be? Having three possible origin stories, the Jersey Devil is pretty mysterious. But if it's not some monster living in the Pine Barrens, what is it? There are a few other options. The first theory is that it's a tradition from the 1800s. The theory is that in 1830, John Vlier from Vienna, New Jersey, used to entertain his children with the mask of a monstrous face. The story goes that this entertainment became a yearly tradition that was eventually adopted by the townsfolk. It's possible that this is also an origin for Halloween traditions too. But if this theory is true, it doesn't explain the inhuman screeching that comes from the Pine Barrens. One possibility is that the creature gained its infamy in 1909 through a folktale from New Jersey 
and newspapers created the Jersey Devil in order to gain interest for the museum in Philadelphia. The creature that was allegedly there did in fact exist. However, it was revealed years later that it had been a kangaroo that was dressed up to look like the Jersey Devil with false wings and green stripes painted onto it. It's a nice theory, but the stories have persisted since long before the 1909 sightings and is reported to be linked to Benjamin Franklin's story in the Pennsylvania Gazette way back in 1735. The story was about a witchcraft trial in Burlington County, so it's probable that the legend didn't come from 1909, but was adapted from that. The next theory is that the Jersey Devil is a prehistoric creature that managed to survive in the limestone caves near the area. Professors from Philadelphia and experts from the Smithsonian Institution thought it was. They weren't sure what kind of prehistoric creature though. They thought it may have been a pterodactyl or a paleosaurus, but neither one really fits the bill correctly. Paleosaurus didn't have wings, and pterodactyl couldn't walk on their hind legs. Scientists from New York pitched in and said that it could be a type of extinct marsupial carnivore known as a fissiped, which is classified as having two toes that are separated at the base, or cloven hoofed. This theory doesn't have any evidence. The Academy of Natural Sciences in Philadelphia looked into this and couldn't find any record of a species with the same description. Perhaps it's not some kind of prehistoric creature then. One of the newer theories is that it could be a sandy hill crane. It stands at roughly four feet tall, which coincides with one of the heights from the description. Its wingspan can be up to six foot eight, or just over two meters. The problem with that is that the Sandy Hill Crane has quite a small head and no forelegs to speak of. It's also feathery and wouldn't have bat-like wings. I did a little search to hear the call of a Sandy Hill Crane and it's a chirp, not a screech. Although a further check tells me that mountain lions are found in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey. They could account for the inhuman screech heard in the Barrens. Whatever the Jersey Devil is, it's been causing problems for hundreds of years. It's probably best to stay out of the Pine Barrens if you're going to look for it, especially at night. Mountain lions like to come out then. Or, if you're especially unlucky, you might find the devil itself. The description and history of today's creature came from the official New Jersey website, a Pinelands Preservation Alliance article called The Jersey Devil and Folklore, and an article from the Philadelphia Enquirer called The Jersey Devil, the tale of a viral story from 110 years ago. The eyewitness reports came from an NJ.com article called 13 times the Jersey Devil has been spotted in the Garden State. The theories from today came from an article in The Guardian called Jersey Devil Sighting Reignites Excitement but Experts Pour Cold Water and an Atlantic County article called Jersey Devil Fact or Fiction. References for the episode will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. 
Speaking of social media, links to those and other ways to listen are in the episode description under my link tree. You can currently find me on Facebook and Instagram. Patreon is getting an upload of one of the transcripts each week as part of the £3 tier. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree and, as before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month and I'll find something extra special for the people that do that. I do have an email set up on the link tree, but it doesn't actually open a new email, so that's also in the description of the episode. Send me your spooky stories, unexplained events, and anything else you want me to read out. Or, if you have any corrections or issues with the things that I've said, let me know and I'll address them as soon as I see the email. The next episode will be out on Wednesday, and next week's creature feature will be released on March 12th. So hold on. Thank you.